Hello, friends, and welcome to Men Do Disney, episode 157, Disney Ride Madness. My name is Pete, and joining me tonight are Matt. What's up, everybody? And Tom. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're three guys who want to help you make the most of your Disney World vacation, as well as to bring some of that Disney magic into your life every day. So put on your favorite pair of Mickey ears, lower your safety harness, remain seated until the ride has come to a complete stop, and men, let's do Disney. So right off the top here, I'm March Madness Matt. I love March Madness. Um, obviously, the title of this episode is alluding to the college basketball March Madness with men's and women's basketball going on right now. And um, Pete had a really fun idea I think we got from a listener to do a bracket. So when he said, let's do a bracket, I was all over that. And I think, Tom, you were too. Yeah, and I want to point out, Matt said that's going on right now. When this episode actually releases, we will we'll be, I think, in the final four for the men and, and close to that with the women. So obviously with the Easter holiday coming up in a, in a few a few days, Pete will be at Disney over the course of this. We all have got crazy schedules. We are recording this a little bit ahead of what's actually um, will be going on in the real March Madness when when you guys hear this episode. So I did want to make that point. Uh, and for that reason, we're not going to have any news on this episode unless something breaks at Disney World between now and the release date. Where we will uh, go back and drop some news in. But yeah, Larry um, gave this episode idea to us, and uh, I kind of told him in the in on Twitter that hey, you know, we're going to have to record it early, so it will release in I think right there at the beginning of April. But I'm really excited to discuss this. We, we're, we're, you know, Pete, Pete, I can see him putting his finger up, so I'm just going to stop talking because I'm excited. Hey. I wanted to say because I've I'm at Disney, but I'm not really there yet. So I was looking through my plans for the Disney trip, and that that Sanaa reservation I actually probably can use. So appreciate that. We you know we talk on the Patreon all the time about tips and tricks, and one of the tips we use is a reservation finder that you can find is on. I think it might be on maybe touring plans. But anyway, you can you can set a search that will search for reservations, and it's kind of something we've shared with the Patreon platform. And I, since I won't be at Disney, told Pete, hey, tell me a couple restaurants or ideas you may want for your trip with your family, and I'll just have one running for you as well. I'll book it under my name, put your name on it, and then you can you can go from there. Well, I'm glad to hear that that, that Sanaa might work out for you. So I, I have my, my final dining reservations because here's the thing. You can't do fast pass reservations anymore because there's no fast pass. So you you know, like there's not a whole lot that goes into planning a trip other than booking where you're staying and, and getting your dining reservations. So I've been like working the system on my dining reservations. Final lineup right here. Plaza for lunch on uh, Saturday, Cinderella's Royal Table for dinner on Saturday, Topolino's Terrace Character Breakfast for breakfast on Sunday. Sanaa dinner on Sunday night. Uh, the Wave breakfast, which I'm not in love with yet, but we'll get there on Monday. Be Our Guest dinner on Monday. And then nothing on Tuesday. We go home and we're at Animal Kingdom on Tuesday. So solid lineup, I think. Yeah, and you might as well just slot in Satuli on Tuesday. Just You can go ahead and, and program that. In. And then I would you, I would assume you would swap the Wave for Chef Mickey's if you could. That's that's the plan, yeah. Okay. And, and you know, if if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, you know, we'll probably eat leftover pizzeria pizzeria Italia. So we'll see. And I wish this at this part of the episode we would say, you know, let's take a moment here from our sponsor, Pizzeria Italia. But they're not a sponsor. Uh, but but we do have a great sponsor that we can take a moment to uh, to hear from in Kingdom Strollers. So. So your family is coming to Orlando. And the thought of lugging your stroller onto the plane isn't your idea of fun. But you're smart enough to know that conquering the theme parks of Orlando without a stroller for your kids could be a vacation killer. As parents ourselves, we get it. You're not asking for much. You just want the convenience of a clean, affordable stroller or crib delivered to your hotel or vacation home, ready to use. Welcome to Kingdom Strollers, a Disney-featured stroller and crib provider that does exactly what you're looking for at a great price. To book your stroller or crib, just click on the item you'd like to reserve and select the dates for your rental. We run a tight ship, so we will never overbook. Next, tell us where you're staying and choose the times for delivery and pickup. 
Then, choose from helpful free accessories like cooler bags and rain covers. It couldn't be easier. If you have any questions or concerns, you can check our FAQ page or just give us a call. We are always ready to answer your questions. Once you've placed your reservation, there's nothing left to do except count down the days until you're in sunny Florida. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and book your stroller or crib from Kingdom Strollers today. All right, let's uh, let's let's take a look at this this bracket now. The the seating here. First, I want to talk about the seating because it was a very scientific process that we used to seat everything, right? Yeah. So we basically said, does this feel like a five seat or a twelve seat? <laughs> And if they were closer to a five to a five C, we started looking in that area. If they were closer to a twelve C, we started looking in that area, and it was kind of just plopping a ride in in its general area of where where it should be. And which, in reality, I think that's what the NCAA tournament committee does anyway, because their seating never makes any sense to me. So I think it was very realistic. I, I think so too. And and we only had one. I was about to say one team. We only had one ride that we made it to the. Uh, to the Sweet 16 before they realized we realized that they were in there twice. So the committee did have one minor blip there with the seating, but uh, but I think we did pretty pretty well overall. We created some interesting matchups, that's for sure. And I think to that one, you know, we don't have to name the attraction, but there was the one hiccup will be very funny when we get to it in the first round game. It definitely will be. And Pete, you know, I want to do this just like the selection committee show, selection committee does to a certain extent. And you see on the selection show. So, Pete, before we go into bracket by bracket analysis here, what were the four number one seeds? So, our four number one seeds, and, and I think well deserved, I think the overall number one seed, which a little bit of a surprise maybe, but I think the overall number one seed is Rise of the Resistance. You guys all know and love this ride. It's the, it's the newest attraction, certainly at uh, Walt Disney World and at Hollywood Studios. We're not going to talk through the attraction because a lot of you have not had the opportunity to ride it yet. But just let it be known that this is a, this is a great attraction. There's a lot of elements that go into this attraction, a lot of effects, a lot of uh, a lot of different systems that go into this. So well deserved uh, overall number one seat, I think. Yeah, I'm with now, you. And and just to round out the one seats before we. Before we start kind of diving in and talking through some discussion, we also had Exhibition Everest as a one seed, which to me is a little bit of a surprise, but you know the committee does surprising things. We had Slinky Dog Dash as a one seed, and we had um, Flight of Passage as a one seed. And so we're gonna we're gonna read these. We're gonna do the best we can to illustrate what this bracket looks like, so you understand. Hey, who who's on a head-on collision, and. We'll try to explain, hey, one seed versus 16 seed. Then it's the, a one seed versus an eight or a nine seed, or maybe a 16 seed upsets the one. I don't know. Uh, but we're, we, have, we have filled out the bracket as a group. We used a very scientific process to do this as well. Uh, we just had to have two-thirds vote. And if whatever has two-thirds <laughs> vote, that, uh, that went through. If One interesting way we could have done this was to set this bracket up, wait for the tournament to, to end, and then just follow the actual teams through the bracket, and then just see what – you know, based on what our seedings, yeah. what team would have won uh, if, we, if it played out exactly like the real NCAA tournament. And remember, too, um, this is a lot different than just ranking attractions because, you know, if we just did a list, it's, a bracket wouldn't be very fun. It'd just be, here's our 64th favorite attraction and here's our number one attraction and number one attraction wins. Now, there, you're going to hear in our conversation, there's really interesting aspects to how we went into picking this because you might have you know, one ride up against another ride. And there's going to be charming characteristics that we just tend to value more in that matchup. And it's not necessarily with the overall best ride, but only one ride can win this thing. Yeah. I mean, Matt actually went in and developed like a, a net ranking for these rides and, and quality points. And I mean, it was, it's crazy how much work was spent on this. My spreadsheet, uh, this bracket. Is, my spreadsheet's pretty deep. Um, a lot, <laughs> a lot went into it. I had individual, inflection and reflection points that I put in here. And if his, you look at a graph of struggling. my thought process, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> so I think to make this simple, and, and I, I hope all of our listeners are familiar with what an NCAA bracket does look like. There's We did not do the playing game, so there's 64 teams listed. There is uh, two quadrants on the left, uh, your, your top left, your top, uh, your bottom left, and then two on the right when looking at your, your bracket. So I think we start in the top left. And and we'll we'll go top left, bottom left, and then top right, bottom right, 
and uh, see how far we get in this episode. Sounds good to me. So, and, and we'll just go ahead and assign these regions just like they are assigned in the. Uh, actually, you know, maybe we maybe we assign them different regions. So, so what do you want these regions to be? So we have the east. I don't think it needs to be the east. I think it needs to be uh, fantasy land. Well, we can assign. Yeah, you can assign them anything you want. Or, just don't or get we confused. Can assign these them, won't just be attractions from Fantasyland. Or we can assign them different parks. So the the uh, upper left quadrant is going to be Magic Kingdom. The upper right quadrant is going to be Epcot. Uh, the lower left quadrant is going to be Animal Kingdom, and the lower right is going to be Hollywood Studios. Now, like Tom said, that in no way reflects the actual attractions that are in that bracket, uh, as the as the actual tournament does not reflect which region those teams come from. So, with that, let's 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 get on it. Let's start with the Magic Kingdom uh, region here. All right. So, in the Magic Kingdom region. Our one seed, Flight of Passage, is up against the 16 seed, the Tiki 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 Room. And although the Tiki 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 Room has nice alliteration, a lot of fun to say, I think we can all agree that um, Flight of Passage um, moves on here pretty pretty easily. Now, now I think there are going to be some upset people with the seating here for the Tiki 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 Room. But but you got to understand that you know there are a lot of there are a lot of attractions that. At Walt Disney World, I mean, obviously we've we've got sixty four of them here in this uh, in this bracket, and and this is our bracket, so screw you guys. So, and actually, you know, Pete, you know, with this being you know seated, like you said, and people might have some kind of confusion with the seating. Um, just remember, a one seed. There's four one seeds. There's four two seeds. Four three seeds. So, what Pete and Tom and I had no part in this is actually saying is that the Tiki 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 Room is one of the worst rides at Walt Disney World and somewhere in the range of 60th to 64th and my advanced ad- and analytics and da- and data research the Tiki 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 room was a little bit higher than a 16 but I guess I guess this conference kind of dragged it down a little bit in the in the rank in the net rankings so yeah well I, go ahead Tom you know I'm gonna clear I'm gonna clear two things up one the Pete saying the screw you guys and I disagree with him there we we certainly don't mean that and then two uh, I think if we if we break down each game like that, we'll be here all night. And I'm seeing how much of the bracket we can get through. So the one in the 16-seed game was a flight of passage and a landslide. Uh, now we got to the 8 and the 9 game, and this was Muppet Vision versus Tough to Be a Bug. And I, I actually think this played out, having two attractions like this, you know, similar type shows, it was just luck of the draw that it came out like that. We actually went with Muppet Vision. And Pete, if I remember correctly, you were Tough to Be a Bug, right? I was as tough to be a bug, um, and, but you know, both mid- midland attractions, and and I think uh, well deserved seating, and I, I think the better better attraction won here. I think so too. I think nostalgia factor Muppet Muppet Vision goes a little bit cuts a little bit deeper to most most folks that go to Disney than than it's tough to be a bug, and and honestly, it's tough to be a bug is kind of in that niche area where it doesn't hit the older folks as much and doesn't hit the younger folks as much, while Muppet Vision clearly does. Um, and as you all know, in um, NCAA basketball tournament, the 5-12 seed game is usually ripe for an upset. So in the Magic Kingdom region, we have 5-seed Big Thunder versus 12-seed Indiana Jones. What'd y'all, what, I mean, this un- was there an upset? Unfortunately, this, no, this game, unfortunately, was not, this matchup was not close. Uh, Big Thunder ended up winning, I think, in landslide on this one. You know, really, really the, the Indiana Jones is, if, if it had some rotating parts to it, maybe maybe this could have been an upset. And as much as much as Tom dislikes Big Thunder, he, he even still went with Big Thunder. This was really not the uh, not the twelve five upset that you do typically see in the tournament. But if you if you stick around, maybe there will be one later on in the uh, in the show. So the next uh, the next matchup we had was the four thirteen matchup. That four seed was Pirates of the Caribbean. The thirteen seed was Triceratops Spin. Again. This could be a popular upset pick, but not today. Uh, Pirates Caribbean, I think, rolled three for three. All of us picked this one. Yeah, hundred percent. No, no contest. Um, yeah, not, not even close. Now, I was kind of interested to see that the next one we have is the six seed test track versus the eleven seed Astro Orbiter. I will say, I think test track's a little underseeded, and Astro Orbiter might be a little overseeded. But, um, and I think with that being said. I think our listeners know which way we're going to go here, and it's probably clearly. At, I mean, I'm just kidding. Test track. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Test track. I mean, no, no contest. Test track was a, a 100% three for three uh, out of out of our group. Um, so the matchup underneath that one is the three seed Jungle Cruise versus the 14 seed Mission Space. And to Matt's point earlier, I don't think Mission Space it should be that low. <laughs> I, I think the committee really got this one, this seating wrong. Uh, it, it was a tough look. It, it was a really tough spot for Mission Space to, to dig themselves out of. And honestly, I think that Mission Space, I think the committee members might have got sick the last time they wrote it, maybe had some aftertaste in their mouth. Um, Mission Space is definitely better than a 14 seed. I don't want you guys to answer it because I don't want to confuse the listeners because we remember we can see this, they can't see it. And that's why I'm trying to keep it moving. But I am gonna ask if Mission Space was the eleven seed and Astro Orbiter was the fourteen seed, I think Mission Space might have moved on, but you know, that's neither here nor there. The matchup that's, that's underneath, the way that the, way the, the matchup underneath goes, right? The matchup underneath this one was seven seed Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin versus ten seed Small World, and this is another one. I think people are not going to be thrilled with our seating. Hey, look, this was a close matchup, though. I think I think Small World really, really had a chance here to pull it out because I think one of the members of the committee just really dislikes Buzz Lightyear for some reason, even though they got stuck on it's a Small World for like 35 minutes and heard it's a small world after all over and over and over again, they still went with it's a small world, but at the end buzz did pull it out. Yeah. I think that we all hit Emperor Zerg in the right spot on the last level. And that's what, that's what pushed buzz through here. Um, now it's, we're going to a two fifteen, guys. It's a two seed Soren versus a 15 seed little mermaid. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time here. Soren definitely beats little mermaid. I mean, air conditioned, air conditioned one's a better ride, a much better ride. <laughs> So, if we were going by air conditioning here, Little Mermaid, Little Mermaid definitely beats Soren. But we're not. We're going with the better overall ride. <laughs> what we're going to do here is we've got our first round matchups. We've got our first round winners. We're going to move to the second round, and the winner of this goes to the Sweet Sixteen. And what we're going to do here is we're going to go through all four bracket, all four quadrants of the bracket, and um, then we're going to conclude this episode because it probably will be running kind of long at that point. And then we'll pick this up on the Patreon where you'll find out our winner. So when we get to our um, round of 32 game in the Magic Kingdom bracket, we have one seed flight of passion or flight of <laughs> one <laughs> flight of passion. That's that's a I haven't ridden this attraction. So sometimes I forget what it's called. Um, we have one seed flight of I can't even say it passage. now. Yeah. Uh, so we have we have one seed flight of passage versus the eight seed Muppet vision and Look, we, we love the Muppets. We are we're people who always pound the table. We don't want Muppets to go away. But if I had to get rid of Muppets or I had to get rid of Flight of Passage, I'm getting rid of Muppets. And so Flight of Passage did advance to the Sweet 16 in the Magic Kingdom quadrant. The, All right, the, next matchup, we've got uh, the, the five-seed Big Thunder and the four-seed Pirates of the Caribbean. Tough, tough matchup here, except for Tom. Uh, but, but Pirates is going to advance to the Sweet 16. Just, just overall the better attraction. Plus, it doesn't uh, shake your, your kidney stones out. In the next matchup in this quadrant, we had the six-seed Test Track versus the three-seed Jungle Cruise. And look, now that I kind of look at that hypothetical, no matter what, Jungle Cruise was making it to the Sweet 16, whether they played Mission Space in the first round or the second round. So Jungle Cruise has made it to the, uh, to the Sweet 16 for us in this quadrant. And to spend a little time on that, I think that while Test Track does provide the adrenaline junkie some adrenaline and the person that needs to lose a kidney stone, a lost kidney stone, Jungle Cruise does have the nostalgia, does have, um, you know, the the captain of the ship. It's just, a, I think it's a, it's a much more Disney, Disney ride. And I think that's one of the reasons that I pushed it through. Um, so I, I think I speak for, for you guys as well. You guys are longtime listeners know we love the Jungle Cruise on this podcast. Um, to close out the Sweet 16 in this region, we have 7-seed Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin versus the 2-seed Soren. And this one might have been tougher than we thought it was going to be. I think our listeners know that we ultimately ended up on Soren. Um, better ride, you know, Buzz is getting a little little age on it. But we all love Buzz, and that was a very dangerous 7-seed in my opinion. So to close out that, we have um, Flight of Passage, Pirates of the Caribbean, Jungle Cruise and Soren onto the Sweet 16 of the Magic Kingdom bracket. All right, let's go down to the Animal Kingdom region. And uh, we'll, we'll start off with the one seed Slinky Dog Dash and the 16 seed Tomorrowland Speedway. Guys, this was no contest at all. 
I think everybody knows how we feel about Tomorrowland Speedway. Slinky in a landslide. No further comment from me. Slinky, Slinky Dog Dash rolled here. Uh, eight, nine seed, Carousel of Progress and Alien Swirling Saucers. I, I think that this was a little bit closer. Uh, you know, you, these, I think these two, uh, these two rides are, are seated pretty fairly. Uh, but Carousel of Progress did end up pulling out the victory here. I think Carousel was a little, a little underseeded here. I think that they could have been better than an eight seed. But remember, when we're saying eight seed, we are talking about, you know, one of the top 36 rides at Walt Disney World, 32 rides at Walt Disney World. So um, I think that for a lot of people, it won't move as, as fast as you want some of these attractions to, to move, um, although it is a moving attraction. Um but Carousel just has that nostalgia factor that we love on this podcast. So Carousel for me was an easy, easy winner over Alien Swirling Saucers. Although I have not done Alien Swirling Saucers, so I don't, I don't, I can't speak to why it might be a nine seed. But you guys felt pretty confident in that one. So the next one is the game I was alluding to earlier, and in a year where where things are just just different, we had a five seed that that unfortunately couldn't make the tournament. Um, due to due to, to some COVID contact tracing issues and had, and had a protocol violation, we saw that happen in the real NCAA tournament this year, where Oregon advanced without having to play a game. And so, in this five twelve matchup, we're not even, we're, we're not going to release who the five seed was, but we will tell you that the twelve seed Grand Fiesta Tour did advance in this twelve five matchup. So we we've got a double digit seed beating a single digit seed for the first time in the tournament. And honestly, I don't think there's any way in the world that a full-strength 5-seed would have lost to a 12-seed Fiesta Tour. But like we said, crazy things are happening this year, and um, it's just the way the bracket fell. Um, 4-seed Tower of Terror versus 13-seed O Canada. And as I'm looking back up here, I happen to see another, um, where is it? A 13-seed Triceratops Spin and 13-seed O Canada. <laughs> Got to say, I don't think the committee was very thorough in their evaluation of teams here. I, well, look, I, I think that the committee maybe towards the end of the process got a little uh, got a little flustered and just started plugging teams in. Look, O Canada far and wide is not bad. As a matter of fact, no, I would stretch actually, that that's it's true. good. You dragged us. You dragged us there in the last trip. I think I've seen it three times. <laughs> it's it, it actually is decent. It's it's certainly better than O China and. Um, Oh, uh, what's the other one? Oh, uh, France. Impressions de. Why do you call? Why are you just calling them? Oh, China. Reflections of China. Impressions oh, de China France. Oh, France. But oh, oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Canada far and wide did did scare Tower of Terror, but not enough to defeat him. Tower of Terror moves on here in the four thirteen matchup. Uh, Pete, I think it's only it's only fair we give you this matchup here with the six seed and the eleven seed in Animal Kingdom. I, I mean, so. The sixth seed, surprisingly, and I'm not sure what the committee was thinking here, but the sixth seed, Mickey's train, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I almost said Mickey and Minnie's train wreck. And the 11 seed, Winnie the, the Advent- Minnie Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I, I think that Pooh may have been very much underseated here. I, I, I think that, uh, that Mickey and Minnie's train wreck may have grown on the committee some. You know, at the the committee's first experience with Mickey Minnie's train wreck was a very poor one. The second one was much better. So, uh, and so I, I watched the opening to the ride that the effect is not happening right now, and it's a really cool effect that that I think we're missing right now. That really adds a lot to that ride. So I think without without getting too deep into the weeds on that one, um, I think it's also funny because um, the, the Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, I did the same thing Pete did starting that one. Um, that is your mom's favorite ride, isn't it, Pete? Or one of them? It is my mom. My mom loves Winnie the Pooh. And I, I, I said, sorry, mom. Yeah, so um, that, that, that's why he said that. Um, really quick, before we go too far, where would um, the last attraction that was in Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad. Where would that have fallen on the seed line? Could that have taken the five seed in this bracket at least? So I will tell you, the committee has a soft spot. You know, you know those teams that like you're not sure how they make the tournament every year, but they do. And and you're not sure how these teams get seeded as high as they do. Like the committee may have snuck that in as like a three seed. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, we did go forward with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad Railway. Um, 
And the the next one here we have the three seed Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and the fourteen seed Country Bears Jamboree. Seven Dwarfs moved on here, and I, th- I think it was unanimous. Obviously, Country Bear. Yeah, it was definitely unanimous. Yeah, there, there's there's not a ton to add on on this one. It was it was Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. That's a strong attraction uh, that that in this in this tournament. Maybe better than a three seed, if we're being honest. I don't know. I meh. I, I could see one we could have flopped, but I don't know. As I look at the next one, this one's kind of near and dear to me. We had the seven seed Lion King, the show. Festival. Festival. Yeah, the festival. Festival Lion King, the show in Animal Kingdom, which is fitting because we are in the Animal Kingdom region, versus Dumbo, the 10 seeded Dumbo, the elephants, you know, the, the uh, roll tide, Dumbo roll tide. And this is the second. Double-digit seed beating the single-digit seed. Dumbo advances over Festival Lion King, and there there might be some people that are like, "Whoa!" And and then guess what? I was the swing vote here, and I voted Dumbo for one reason and one reason only. We talk on this podcast all the time about using, you know, you're spending X amount of dollars per minute in Disney World. Dumbo is a shorter attraction than Festival Lion King. You know what also sold Dumbo for me? The, the peanuts on the ground. The peanut shells on the ground. Love it. Love it. Love those little attention. You know, the little attention to detail like that. So the final matchup in the first round here, we had Space Mountain versus Navi River Journey. If you're a listener at all to this show, I'm just I'm not going to be a lot of comment here. Space Mountain is a is a fan well, favorite for us. How did how did Navi River Journey get to be a 15 seed is my <laughs> question. Did, did we just run out of 16 seeds? No, the 16 16- the 16 seeds aren't very good. Yeah, they're not, very, they're not good, very good. And Navi actually um, hit a buzzer beater in their conference tournament to get here. So um, we gave them a little bit of credit for the the, the theater and the dramatics of their uh, their buzzer beater in their conference tournament. Um, moving on to the second round. Remember, we're going to um, stop after the second round here in the Animal Kingdom bracket. We have the one seed, Slinky Dog Dash, versus the eight seed, Carousel of Progress. Full disclosure, I have not done Slinky Dog Dash, so I don't know. Um, all I know is people rave about it, and for it to be a one seed that tells you everything you need to know about Slinky Dog Dash, Carousel of Progress tugs on my heartstrings. I love this attraction, and I mean, guys, you're, you're going to have to talk about this one because I could see an eight seed beating or an eight seed beating a one seed here if um, if things got wild this March. I feel like we owe Slinky Dog Dash a huge apology. And, and maybe we've said it before, but we talked a lot of crap about Slinky Dog Dash before we wrote it. Before, while it was being built, while Toy Story Land was being built. Like we had a lot of negative things to say about Slinky Dog Dash. It, it, it's a great attraction. It, it really is a great attraction. I think that they could have done more with the theming, sure, because I can't say, I can't have everything be positive about it, but it really is a great attraction. And so I, you know, I'll I'll say it. I'm I'm sorry. I was wrong. Okay, Tom. Anything to add on that? No, I'm right there with him because I I need to apologize as well. Carousel Progress is one of my favorite attractions. I would have had it seated higher than an eight seed, but you know the committee committee did the committee things, and it's an eight seed, and it it goes out early. So Slinky Dog Dash advanced to the Sweet Sixteen here in the uh, bottom left quadrant, which is our Animal Kingdom regional. So. The next one, if you guys remember, Grand Fiesta Tour. I mean, didn't have to play their their first round game. They advanced, and their consolation prize was running into Tower of Terror. That just isn't going to end well for you. Tower of Terror like advances with wall. these. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you ran into a wall. And let's let's be honest here. Tower of Terror really didn't struggle very much with its 13 seed O Canada. Um, I think Tower of Terror might have the biggest margin of victory of any team thus far through two rounds. Um, Tower of Terror, Adrenaline, a little bit of spook factor, um, you know, an iconic ride at, at Hollywood Studios. At Fiesta Tour never stood a chance. The only thing that can make Fiesta Tour maybe stood a chance is if you could have taken your margaritas on the attraction with you. If you could do that, you know, maybe we could have had a, had an argument here, but obviously we could not do that. Um, the next matchup we have is the six seed, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and, Except, golly, um, we have the six. We have the 
the sixth seed, Mickey and Mickey's Runaway Railway, and the um, three seed, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I got two um, two things on a track here, and they're kind of melting together in my mind as I try and say this. Um, so we have three seed, Seven Dwarfs, and we have six seed, Mickey and Minnie's run- Runaway Railway. Um, which one did you guys push forward? Because obviously I had not done Mickey and Minnie yet. I think this was a I think this was a close one. Uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train did move forward here, but but same you know I kind of have the same feeling about Mickey Minnie's Trainwreck that I uh, that I do about Slinky Dog Dash, although not to that degree. It's a better it's a better attraction than I think I gave it credit for, and I think that comes from the the very negative experience that I had the first time that I rode it. I've since been back, didn't have to wait in line for it, got on and off the attraction. In you know very little time and and you know it's a good attraction. It's technologically and visually it's very impressive. So it is a good attraction and and it did win out over. Uh, I'm sorry, it did not though win out over Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. <laughs> reversed it a little bit there. You guys really you know maybe I should announce the matchups because you guys are really struggling, especially when we have two things that are similar like these are two trains. So what's it's you know Pete had to put train wreck. It, when he when he typed in the bracket, so we'll go to the next. It's matchup. really messing me up, Pete. <laughs> we'll, we'll go to the next matchup. We had Dumbo versus Space Mountain. This was a a ten seated Dumbo that upset Festival Lion King versus the two seated Space Mountain. Really not really not a contest. You know, Space Mountain uh, will not see its first dangerous matchup until the Sweet Sixteen, which is obviously where they are now. Um, and so we'll see how that how that plays out. And in all honesty, as I'm looking through the Animal Kingdom bracket we have here. Slinky, Tower of Terror, Seven Dwarfs, and Space Mountain. That is a tough foursome. Whoever comes out of this bracket, I think, has a real chance to win the entire thing. Because, I mean, they just went through a... Maybe maybe they didn't have a tough time at the beginning of the bracket, but they are running into some some heavyweights here. So, um, on to the next bracket here, which, Pete, um, which one is which this? Is Epcot. So, we are in the Epcot bracket. Um the first, the, or the first game we have here, the number one seed is Rise of the Resistance versus the sixteen seed. Is this Reflections of China? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's just move on. I think you guys know how this one ends. The, the next matchup we have is well, Rise did win one seed. Rise advanced. So the next next matchup we have is eight seeded Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run versus nine seeded Living with the Land. I think the answer. Could it could be surprising? I mean, on the surface, a lot of people are just going to say, "Oh, Smuggler's Run's new." It's Smuggler's Run, but but not on the Men Do Disney podcast. We we went with Living with the Land, and and all to be totally transparent, Matt was like, "Well, I haven't ridden <laughs> ridden Smuggler's Run. I will go with Living with the Land." And <laughs> I think, but we all three went with it, right? We did, yes. And and honestly, when I was making that decision, I kind of looked at, it, I was like, "Does this matchup even really matter?" I mean, I guess we could have had something inter- interesting with Rise of the Resistance for Smuggler's Run, you know, two newer attractions in a new land in Walt Disney World. That might have been the more compelling storyline, but on the Mendu Disney podcast, we don't do storylines, we spit facts. So living with the committee, land committee does not yeah, committee does not do storylines. They uh Yeah, you know, they just they they call them like they see them. This one right here, I think it's just uh this next matchup is the five seed Kilimanjaro Safari versus the twelve seed Mad Tea Party. Um, honestly, I think these are two polar opposite attractions in what they provide to to the Disney Park guest. One is um, kind of scenic for a large portion of it. You're seeing you're seeing animals. You're actually you know out in the world and you're you're seeing something you can only see in in Walt Disney World in in the United States of America most likely. And the Mad Tea Party just screams a mid major plays a breakneck fast pace that just, you know, tries to absolutely wear you out in the in, during the game. And I think that we did the responsible thing here and we went with Kilimanjaro Safari. Um, but I could see the Mad Tea Party, you know, causing some craziness, some wackiness and bringing some madness to this bracket. What, what I was going to add was Kilimanjaro, very scenic, you can see a lot. You never know what you're going to see. Mad Tea Party, you're not going to actually be able to see anything because you're going to be spinning so fast. So 
you'll go from seeing nothing to seeing the trash can or the toilet when you go to throw up after riding the attraction. The, You're the only one that ever has to throw up after Mad Tea Party. I, I've never actually thrown up because I don't allow anyone to spin the teacup I'm in. But, and I, matter of fact, when, when I say don't even allow it, I hold the plate and will move it in the direction to keep it from not spinning even slowly. But... Anyway, the next matchup I think was uh, was intriguing one. It was a four seated Toy Story Mania versus a thirteen seated Figment. Guys, Figment Figment lost in a buzzer beater to Toy Story Mania. Yeah, it, it was it was close, but ultimately the the uh, you know the I think the better attraction prevailed here. I still think it's an insult to Figment to be the same seed as O Canada. <laughs> and 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 I want the listeners to know. I know some of us know the attraction is called Canada Far and Wide, but Pete typed it in O Canada. And if you've learned anything tonight, Matt reads what is typed. He reads the teleprompter. I Wait, am it really, Lamp. It's really not. Was it O Canada at some point? No. I think it was before. I don't know. All, all, all I know is whatever is on the screen is what I'm going to read, which is why I had such a difficult time with Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Um, and. For sake of time, I, I'm going to try to move us forward here because we're, we're running up on it a little bit. So we have a six-seed Dinosaur versus 11-seed Cali River Rapids. The, these are two attractions that this, – this is the 6-11 game that I take a nap during and wake up and read that Dinosaur won. Yeah. I think this is also a little bit of a storyline, you know, two attractions that came at the same time. These were hot-ticket items about 20 years ago, um, getting on either of these attractions. Um, dinosaur for the scare factor alone, you know, the bang factor there, you know, makes – makes its way to the round of 32. Um, this next matchup, again, I think is kind of a snooze fest where, you know, I, I think I know who's going to win. It's a three-seed Haunted Mansion versus the 14-seed Hall of Presidents. Um, Haunted Mansion all day, every day. Since we did this bracket, I've been singing the Haunted Mansion song. Do, do we have a matchup that has more dead people in it? Because no, I don't think we do. There's nine hundred people, nine hundred ninety-nine haunts in haunted mansion, and I don't know how many of the presidents in the hall of presidents. Probably forty at least, right? I mean, no, I will that, say this: bullish. I lied earlier. We, we've we, had forty-six. We, we do have storylines. <laughs> well, I I don't know. I don't know the answer. I know we have at least nine hundred ninety-nine. The a lot of dead people. The seven ten matchup here: Spaceship Earth, Turtle Talk with Crush. I I will go ahead and go out on a limb. I pick Turtle Talk with Crush. That's how much I don't like Spaceship Earth. See, I pick Spaceship Earth because it's you, iconic. It's the first thing you see when you walk into Epcot, yeah. and you got to do it. Yeah, I mean, imagine, imagine if you walked into Epcot and Spaceship Earth was gone. I, I, I'm not saying I want it to go. I, you know what? Yeah, I don't care if the attraction's gone. Just leave the Epcot ball. Okay. How crazy well, would that be if you walk into Epcot and <laughs> Spaceship Earth's not there? It's just there. Would you think you were in the wrong place? Well, you would know be. where I was. You would be in the wrong place. <laughs> The the two the two versus fifteen seed here uh, to to close out the first round, Splash Mountain versus Seas with Nemo, and I want to I want to make sure that we know this is not the musical. This is a Seas with Nemo that takes you to Turtle Talk with Crush. I mean, the only thing these teams have in common, you kind of get under the sea. I mean, I, a water theme. Uh, it's not under the sea. That's Little Mermaid, but Splash Mountain. In a landslide, in yeah. a tidal wave. A tidal wave, yeah. I think, I think that's how we do it. So, scrolling back to the top of this this quadrant, which was the Epcot quadrant. I think Pete's the only one that knows which quadrants were which. So if I misspeak, that's why it's not in the teleprompter. Uh, we have the one seed Rise of Resistance versus the eight seed Living with the Land. I, you know, it you know it just kind of is what it is. You got a tough draw and see you next year. Rise of resistance, <laughs> rise of resistance advances forward. You know, honestly, I don't know if living with the land will be there next year. I hope it will be. I think it has some longevity to it, but I guarantee the rise of the resistance will outlive living with the land in Walt Disney World. Well, interesting point, and I don't really want to get into that argument, but maybe it's not as timeless as uh, as we think. Well, you know what? We'll save that for. For the maybe we talk about it on the Patreon as we as we pick up where, where we left off here. But uh, the next matchup we had the five seated Kilimanjaro Safari versus the four seated Toy Story Mania. It's a pretty good matchup, and I think I think this was a two one vote with our group. But Kilimanjaro Safari did advance, and I picked Toy Story Mania. That hurt. I think that you have to go um, 
Safari here. And the main reason is because you can get some Toy Story Mania buzz. I mean, I think that it's, it's kind of an attraction that's redundant. Although Toy Story Mania is much better um, in all areas of technology. But I think that Kilimanjaro just has a uniqueness to it that Toy Story Mania does not have. And Toy Story Mania is not in Toy Story Land, evidently. Someone told me that the other day, that it's not really that close. No, it, it is. They were incorrect, whoever told you that. that it, it is in the heart of Toy Story Land. Yeah. That makes a lot more it's, sense. It's right across from, right across from Slinky Dog Dash. The, the next matchup we have is uh, the six-seated Dinosaur versus the three-seated three Haunted Mansion. And, and guys, this one wasn't particularly close. This is another matchup that I would take a nap during. Haunted Mansion... And their 999 Happy Haunts moved forward into the Sweet 16 here. Because of course they did. There's a thousand of them almost. Almost. They, you know what? There was a thousand of them because they took Kelly River Rat, or they took, uh, they took Hall of Presidents with them. And <laughs> now they're moving forward with a thousand and one with Dinosaur as their latest victim. All right. Well, let's, the, let's go down to the Hollywood studio. Well, let's, let's, uh, no, no, we, we got to wrap it up. We have one more. We have one more. Oh, here. We got we have, one more. We have Sorry. seven seed Spaceship Earth versus two seeded Splash Mountain, and again Splash Mountain in a in a tidal wave. And I'll and I'll just go ahead and hit the the our Sweet Sixteen, our four teams in this quadrant. We had Rise Resistance as the one seed that will play in the Sweet Sixteen, the five seed Kilimanjaro Safari, and we have the three seeded Haunted Mansion against the two seeded Splash Mountain, which I can't wait for that one. So if if um if memory serves. If memory serves, our next bracket would be Hollywood Studios, unless they've added a park since I've been to Walt Disney World. <laughs> it's it's been a while. They, they have not done that yet. Uh, hopefully, hopefully soon. Maybe before you go it again. Who knows? But yes, the Hollywood Studios bracket is up next. Uh, first first matchup here. You know, kind of. I I think Everest is kind of a surprising one seed, but uh, but that's the matchup we got. Well, time out. Wasn't versus... wasn't Everest a five seed at one point in this bracket? It, it may have been. It may have been. Um, so, anyway, one seed Everest, 16 seed Magic Carpets of Aladdin. I, I think this is, you know, we've only had one occasion where a 16 seed has beat a one seed, and this isn't it. Everest, Everest advances in a landslide. Matt, you got to take the next one. Yeah, um, this one is an 8-9 eight, nine, eight, nine seed game. Um, I, I think the committee properly gave the right amount of love to eight seed Philhar magic and star tours too. I think that, you know, both, this is a tough matchup because, you know, star star tours is never the same ride twice. Um, there's a whole lot of elements there that come into play that are a lot of fun. Some of it might be a little bit dated and some people might say Philhar magic is a little bit dated with its special effects. But I think Philhar magic from the nostalgia factor of guys, I got something for the Patreon, but anyway, um, I think with Philhar Magic here, um, just the overload of Disney characters, the wide age range that really will enjoy this attraction, and um, you know, Star Star Tours kind of taken. Star Tours was the attraction they said wasn't in Star Wars Land or Galaxy's Edge. Someone told me about it, so it wasn't Correct. it wasn't um, Toy Story Mania. But anyway, yeah, I, I I pushed Philhar Magic over the edge here, and I think Pete just wanted to grind on Tom's gears a little bit, <laughs> and he helped me get Philhar Magic to the next round. Yeah, right. that's accurate. That is all accurate. Next matchup we got is uh, five five twelve. We've got five seated Finding Nemo the musical, which I think is an appropriate level for it. Um, it, it. It is if you haven't seen it, you can't see it now. But when it comes back, definitely go see it. Twelve seed Prince Charming Regal Carousel. You know Disney wouldn't be the same without the carousel, but unfortunately, not enough to take it over the edge here. 12 seed loses to 5 seed. Finding Nemo advances. All right, Tom, what we got next? 4 versus 13. Yep, so we are on Rock and Roller Coaster, and I don't know how impressions DeFrance made <laughs> made a, made the, the 13 seed here, but they did. Hey, I think it's actually called O-France. It's not called O-France. I, I do know that, <laughs> but I I will tell you that... Reflections that of France? feels... No, Reflections of China. <laughs> Guys, I know what it's called. I said what it was called hey, correctly. Well, I think we're including the Beauty and the Beast uh, with Impressions de France. Let me tell you, that really pushes over the edge for a not-so-close <laughs> loss to Rock and Roller Coaster advancing in the 413 
matchup here. Um, I'll, I'll go ahead and take us to the next the next matchup. It's the six seed Peter Pan versus the eleven seed Fantasmic, and I feel awful for Peter Pan Guys. because they were they were not properly seated. They probably should have been a higher seed, actually. And I feel awful for Fantasmic. No, not awful for Fantasmic, but they should have been a much higher seed for us. See, I'll I'll go the other way. I mean, it's not often you see um, a lower seed as a favorite over a higher seed in a bracket. But I think that if we had Vegas odds makers putting a line on this game, Fantasmic would be favored by by a substantial amount, which is just unfortunate for Peter Pan because it could have beaten a lot of a lot of other six seeds, a lot of other five seeds, a lot of seven seeds. It's just it's just the breaks, man. Sometimes you just run into a team that's underseeded. Yep. So Fantasmic does advance here. Yeah, I mean, what else can you say? Unfortunately, unlucky break for Peter Pan. So going to the next matchup, Frozen as a three seed versus the 14 seed Goofy's Barnstormer. Look, I love Frozen. It, it could have maybe made it all the way to the one seed for me. Um, this, is a, this is a really good attraction. It's, a, it's in a strong position to compete here. I, I would say that I feel like they got a tough matchup against Fantasmic in the next round. Uh, but Frozen does advance here to the uh, to the second round, the round of 32. And that was over, over Goofy's Barnstormer. That's right. That's right. Uh, the next matchup, we had the seven seed Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor versus the ten seed Magic Kingdom Railroad when it's open. And <laughs> it's not open right now, but it it's is, not. You're right. It, that's probably no. a properly seated place for that attraction. But but Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor is one of my favorites, and I think one of y'all's favorites too. And so it did advance from the uh, seven seed spot to beat the Magic Kingdom Railroad. And I think when you talk about Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, you know. It's never the same laugh twice, and I don't think the railroad. The railroad's pretty predictable. Had Monsters Inc. Laugh Four had the game plan, and and they they pivoted on the railroad and got through. You really felt good about saying that one. I can I can tell. Uh, <laughs> I've been to, waiting to say pivoted. <laughs> to the final match matchup here before we move before we move to the matchups to get to the Sweet Sixteen, we had the Tomorrowland People Mover as a two seed, which might be a little high, but I, you know I don't know. Versus Swiss Family as a fifteen, and this is another one that somehow snuck into the tournament. Just a stinker. Okay, we don't need to spend a lot of time here. <laughs> the people mover is on to the, the round of 32. Um, so in our first matchup in Hollywood Studios bracket to get to the Sweet 16, we have Expedition Everest as the one seed versus the eight seed Philhar Magic. And unfortunately for Philhar Magic, this is where their dance ends. The music stopped and Everest just <laughs> sped right past them backwards. I love this. Keep coming up with these. These are good. These are good. So our next matchup, we had the five seed Finding Nemo, the musical versus the four seed Rock and Roller Coaster. This was actually closer than I thought it would be in my head, but Rock and Roller Coaster did move on and advance to our Sweet 16. And you know, it, it was a unanimous vote. And Matt's Matt's pointing his finger. Maybe he had. Did they rock on past him? Is that what they did? Well, they definitely rocked on past him. Um, Nemo missed the the um, pipeline or whatever the, the boat. Yeah, he. What's it called? Yeah, yeah. the the um. Oh, what is it? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. He he did he did he missed, he missed a field trip with <laughs> with with Turtle Time Crunk or Crunk <laughs> and um, Rock and Roller Coaster <laughs> sped right by them. So okay. I, I'm not going to give that any more airtime. Uh, the next matchup was the 11 seed Fantasmic versus three seed Frozen. And if you thought I was alluding to something that was going to happen, you're correct. Fantasmic rolls on, and we didn't even hesitate. There was no hesitation here. Fantasmic is an absolute buzzsaw, and Monster. they don't want the weekend to end. But the weekend's going to end, and they're going to have to go back and game plan before they play their Sweet 16 game. Put on put on your sorcerer Mickey hat. Put on your sorcerer Mickey gloves. And they just orchestrated right past the Frozen music. <laughs> and and our last, uh, here, I'm just going to go ahead and say the game plan. I'll read this matchup, and then I'll let I'll let Matt do what he's been doing for you guys, and then I will give you a summary of our all 16 teams before we close this episode. Our last matchup to make it to the Sweet 16, we had the two seed Tomorrowland People Mover versus the seven seed Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, and this you know one what, writes I'll itself. Let, I'll let Matt, Tomorrowland moves on. I'll let Matt take it from here. <laughs> you know, if you've ever been on the People Mover, you know it takes you all through Tomorrowland, and it just, it just, 
worked right past the people <laughs> people mover just worked right past the monsters inc left floor just i can't say left in the dust because it doesn't move very fast but the jokes weren't hitting right that night and um got a got no laughs from the crowd <laughs> as the people got- mover worked right through it the crowd just moved on moved on with the people mover so <laughs> yep. um in conclusion for this episode, before I before we get to the secret and trivia and all that, I want to run through the the sixteen teams we have, uh, and I'll do it real quick. In the top left, we have Flight of Passage versus Pirates of the Caribbean, and Jungle Cruise versus Soren. In the bottom left, you'll have Slinky Dog Dash versus Tower of Terror, and Seven Doors versus Space Mountain. In the top right, you'll have Rise of Resistance versus Kilimanjaro Safari, and Haunted Mansion against Splash Mountain. And then in the bottom right, you'll have. Ma- uh, Expedition Everest versus Rock and Roller Coaster and Fantas- Fantasmic versus Tomorrowland People Mover. And guys, I hope that you all consider hopping on the Patreon and um, listening to the rest of these picks because I promise you these jokes don't write themselves. And, and I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be able to actually put this bracket up on our Patreon site. So if, if you are a Patreon subscriber, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to download that and actually look at uh, what we're working with. All right. Anything else? Uh, again, the we'll conclude this over on the Patreon. With that, let's go to the uh, secret and trivia question for the for the week. What do you got, Tom? Yeah. So, secret of the night. Did you know that in Animal Kingdom, Harambe actually gained independence in 1961? And the way we know this is there's a small uh, stone pillar engraved with Harambe in 1961. And so. Harambe is actually entering the modern world, which is why there are power lines on old buildings and computer training posters on the walls throughout Harambe. That's just some of that hidden detail that I think Pete talked about when we discussed Dumbo. He talked about peanuts. Uh, But anyway, going to the trivia question uh, from a couple weeks back, I asked you, where can you find pieces of an ancient fort and old canyons in Animal Kingdom? Uh, Of course, you can find them in Africa at the Dawa Bar. Trivia question this week, while walking in Harambe Market, we've been on a run, by the way, with Animal Kingdom things, but while walking in Harambe Market, look to your left on the outside wall. What do you see there? When you notice what you see, you'll also notice the word Fiqua or Fichwa. It is spelled F-I-C-H-W-A. I'm awful at pronouncing things, so figured I'd spell it for you. Uh, what does that word stand for? Uh, you can tweet us at Mindu WW Podcast or email us at Mindu WW at gmail.com. All right. Anything else to say? I would I say see it. you in Indianapolis, but we'll see you at Disney. <laughs> it just never, the hits just keep on coming. All right. That's all we've got for this week. Please tune in next week for some more Disney magic. Look for us on the Twitter at Mindu WW Podcast. Have any suggestions, questions, comments, please tweet us or email us at Mindu WW at gmail.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help us out. Thank you so much for listening, giving us the most valuable thing you have, your time. We'll see you next week.